Hey guys, welcome back to another episode and another podcast of Honest Chats. I'm your host, JL. I want to thank you if you're a returning listener. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for being part of the conversation. And I'm hoping that you are being served by this and um, that it's encouraging you. So thank you for continuing on tuning in. Um, thank you for returning. Thank you for those who have subscribed. Thank you for those who have left reviews. And uh, if you're brand new to this channel, I just want to encourage you and, and to let you know you're actually coming in in the middle of a conversation. So this conversation was started a couple of episodes ago. It would be the fourth, well, four episodes before this one. And it's titled leading when you're not okay so i want to encourage you to go back and listen to that um it will help you to get a sense of where this thought um and this you know this podcast began from um and specifically this one here and um there is another one after that which is titled resting well so i want to encourage you to go back and sort of get a picture and a grasp for what today's topic is about however if you don't have the time for that don't stress it's all okay because this um, episode will be able to stand alone by itself so i want to encourage you um, as well to leave a review or to share this podcast if you find it helpful and if you find that it might help somebody else now without further ado let's get into it the title of this podcast is i am second and third and um the reason why I titled it this way is because coming off of the conversation that we had before, we wanted to talk about how do we continue to lead when perhaps we're tired, perhaps we're weary, and circumstances are a bit shaky. So that's one of the things we wanted to attack, and, and um, the, the verse that we used was from Luke chapter 5, where Jesus asks Peter if he can sit in his boat, if Peter can let the boat out a little bit into the sea and he continues to teach. And one of the lessons and observations we gather from that is that the gift, whatever talent you have, whatever service you have to give, it's not for us, it's for others. And so sometimes we don't get to stop. Sometimes we don't get to take a time out. Sometimes we just got to keep on moving on and so how do we do that i wanted to explore that idea a little bit more in this podcast and so if you've ever been at the helm of something significant like moving house organizing a large social event or or a gathering you'll know that it comes with um, a bit of pressure um, sometimes you have continual expectations to keep on leading and influencing and helping people who are counting on you to keep it together and and if we're all honest, we're human and um, energy levels dwindle sometimes. And after a while, it can get a little bit, you know, we, we can see some kinks in the armor, some cracks and um, places of discomfort that can come up and start to make things a little bit shaky. Now, if you're in a place of influence and you don't really get to take that time out, Hopefully, the observations from, from today will actually help you to, to look a little bit into how do I make it through? How do I weather this storm? 
And so um, I will I will head straight on to the passage of scripture that I've actually selected to make observations from and take some um, and take some cues from. And if you've got your Bible or you've got a Bible app, I'm just turning to it now as we speak. It's from Exodus in chapter 17. That's Exodus chapter 17. And I'm actually going to be reading from verse 8. So, it says, While the people of Israel were still at Rephidim, the warriors of Amalek attacked them. Moses commanded Joshua, Choose some men to go out and fight the army of Amalek among us. Tomorrow I will stand at the top of the hill holding the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did what Moses had commanded and fought the army of Amalek. Meanwhile, Aaron, Moses and Hur climbed to the top of a nearby hill. As long as Moses held up the staff in his hand, the Israelites had the advantage. But whenever he dropped his hand, the Amalekites gained the advantage. Moses' arms soon became so tired that he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and Hur found a stone for him to sit on. Then they stood on each side of Moses, holding up his hands. So his hands were steady until the sun set. As a result, Joshua overwhelmed the army of, the Am- of Amalek in battle. Now, if you've just read through that, I'm sure there's been quite a lot of things that have jumped out at you. This passage is just layered with depth and depth and and, and deep things. And we're not going to be able to get through all of them in this podcast. It's, It's quite short. And my goal isn't to get through everything that's layered in this passage. So I hope you can take it with you and... You know, do business with God and, and pray into it, reflect, journal, I don't know, talk with somebody else about it. But I want to draw some um, some observation as they relate to leadership and as they specifically relate to leading when you're not well. Now, remember, the basis of this conversation is that, yes, we still can serve others when we're not okay. When we're in a place where maybe we're tired, we're weary, we've gone on we can still serve others because the gift is not for us the gift is for others now quick disclaimer here i'm not talking about major character flaws i'm not talking about abuse of power things that would actually require um, a little bit (laughs) an actual timeout a forced timeout or um, even church discipline or you know leadership discipline to, that's that's completely not what I'm covering right now that's a subject for somebody who's a little bit wiser than me I'm, I'm talking about the leader who is still wanting to serve but because of circumstance it, it, it might be a little bit harder and in this spot here we're talking about tiredness weariness and the months have rolled on and you know, that holiday is actually a little bit further away than we'd like it to be. So what do we do in the meantime? How do we keep on standing? And like I said, it does have a lot to do with teamwork. And so I'm going to draw four observations. And then after that, um, you know, and, and, and four applications. And after that, we're, 
um, you, you know, I, I encourage you to take this and to ponder on it, pray on it, talk to somebody about it. And uh, yeah, so here we go. Let's get into it. First of all, it's not uncommon for you if you're leading or if you're responsible, if you're influencing somebody to actually have a completely different perspective on whatever situation you're in than them. And so it, it physically it's represented here by Moses climbing up on a nearby hill. This would give him a vantage point. It would actually give him a, a way to look at the battle and, 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 and the way to look at what was happening with Joshua and his army in, in, in a different perspective. Without that vantage point, Moses could not see and he wouldn't be able to see how the progression of the battle is going. He wouldn't be able to act on information that comes from having that vantage point. He would not have been able to play his part well in that battle. He was in a place where he ought to have been. And so what does that mean for us? Where do you need to be when it comes to the, with the time where you're weary? Do you need a different perspective? Do you need to see things differently somehow, change your posture somehow. The other thing about Moses is he was now 80 years of age and he would actually have been a little bit of a liability on the battlefield. And perhaps that's the same for us where we have come to the place where if we got our hands dirty, if we went and perhaps maybe not getting our hands dirty, but took over some, the responsibility of somebody else, it actually takes them out of play and it puts us in a place where we actually don't even fit. So perspective matters. How God used Moses in this battle was complementary to what was best for Joshua and the children of Israel. And the point of this, the point is, the main point here is to stay our course, to stay in our lane, to not get caught up in the details that are not important for us to be able to play our part well, um, to not meddle and to not get into things where we don't have the ability to effectively serve and we're getting in the way of someone else. The moment we get drawn into the arena and the space where somebody else is meant to fight, we lose the advantage of the perspective that will help us to be able to channel our giftings well. Second observation from this story here is that it's been said of leadership that the top is a lonely place, but it should never actually be an experience marked by loneliness. What I love about this story is that while Moses had a lot of responsibility, he brought something in this battle that Joshua couldn't have brought. There was something that was going to happen to in, in this story that would add um, uh, something unforeseen, that would add something negative, a, a negative spin to the story. And it, it came to pretty much try and derail Moses from fulfilling his role as part of this battle. And while it may be hard to shoulder responsibility, to have things that we that are on our shoulders, it, it should never be a task that one person 
faces alone. And even if there is a massive difference in the responsibility of you who is leading and the ones you're leading or you who's being led and the one who's leading you, um, they should never be left, our leaders should never be left to meet these responsibility without companionship. And so what I love here is that Aaron and her walk up the mountain with Moses. And while Aaron and her couldn't join the battle, and they also couldn't hold the staff that was Moses' job, they became a top of a bridge in between Moses and the soldiers on the battlefield. They, they didn't quite fit in either. They were in the middle there, but they were a top of a connection point. They couldn't do one or the other. They had their part to play. And can I say, in a team, everybody has a part to play. If you're part of a, of a community, you have a part to play. And if we ever find ourselves, maybe this is us, we find ourselves where we are the going between our leaders sometimes, the overseers and the ones being led, um, may it be our mindset to never try to please one to the detriment of the other. In fact, our, of, of course, leadership is about serving and it's about helping. And so it, it's really um, important for us to make sure that as we act as those bridges sometimes to, to make sure that we are actually serving both well. And how can we do that? Now, of course, today we're talking about leading and, um, and teamwork as it pertains to when we're not okay. So if you're in this role as a leader, it's important to, for you to look around you and to sort of say, who is doing this journey with me? So that I don't face these responsibility these responsibilities and, and, and with loneliness. Well, who are my companions? They don't necessarily have to be carrying the burden that you're carrying. They just have to be there with you. Why? And that's going to be answered in this next point. Stand or sit. Uh, I mean, sit on the rock. As we keep coming, it, we keep coming back to it, the, the point, obviously, of everything that this podcast is about that I'm about is to lead is to point you to Jesus and hopefully to get you to trust in him um, more and more and more and more in your moments of weakness and in your moments of strength now um, as the story progresses obviously Moses grows tired and Aaron and her what they do is they bring a rock place it underneath Moses for him to sit on now Quick disclaimer, I'm sure when Moses was writing this, he wasn't thinking somebody is going to draw this metaphor or I'm going to show this metaphor from this passage of scripture. Um, and so, however, what I'm wanting to, to do with, with this is to sort of show that when we come to our end, what, we, what, is, it, what is it that we rest on? And that's talked to, talk to on a little bit about in the, in the podcast called resting well so i want to encourage you to go and to listen to it think about it and um, ponder it a little bit now in the old testament the rock was always associated with the person of jesus and the person of jesus is associated with stability and it's not explicitly imaged in this part of the passage and so um, i'm just drawing out a metaphor 
because Moses is attempting to hold up his hands and what Aaron and her see is that while Moses is trying to fulfill his obligation and his responsibility he can't do much apart from that and so therein comes the opportunity for them to come in and help him out and so they bring him something something to sit on something that will provide stability for him something that will actually help him to greatly reduce the strength he needs to exert in order to still serve to still be holding up and playing his part in the battle that was going on so i want to encourage you what is it that you rest in what is it you sit on um and what is it that you, when you're giving out, when your strength is giving out and you need to exert less strength, what do you go to? I encourage you to be intentional about that. If um, you're the person who is the helper and you've got leaders who are weary, you've got leaders who you know, are a little bit worn out, maybe it's been a season that's heavy, um, let's be quick to point back to Jesus Practically, what it looked like for Aaron and her is to bring is to bring a rock for Moses to sit on. How practical does it get more than that? And that's the spirit of, whoa, I just knocked something. That's the spirit of service right there. We put others before ourselves. And sometimes we're the ones who will be required to be um, the people that will create a sense of relief for our leaders. And my prayer is that as soon as we see this, we're aware of it, we do it quickly and gladly. It might be a cup of coffee. It might be an appreciation letter. It might be a gift of some sort that will remind them, hey, not only are you not alone, but you're valued and you have help closer than probably you would have anticipated. I don't know if Moses was thinking much about what to do in terms of relieving his... Um, his discomfort and and just the strain that he was under from holding um, from holding that stuff, and I think that he could see how important it was for him to hold the stuff and to keep his hands up. But because of all his focus going on there, it would have been really hard for him to have the mental headspace to actually think, "Hey, I need to sit." I need people to hold my hands up. And sometimes it's like that as leaders is we, 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 we know that on the other side of every decision, on the other side of every action, private or public, there is a face that is impacted by it. There is a life that is impacted by it. I encourage you if you've got leaders who you know care about you and they demonstrate this by their devotion to the mission of Jesus and to the devotion to building God's people up. I would encourage you to be the ones who support and be the biggest supporters of your leaders. And, um, you know, in place where they might not be thinking about stuff like a cup of coffee would be great or, um, you know, I don't know, maybe they need a, a dinner voucher Maybe they need um, some kind of service or a gift. I don't know what it is. Get creative, find out, and bless them. Now, the last point here is hold up the hands that have become weary. So many times this can be mistaken. Sometimes there's an opportunity to take over 
um, I was started hostile coup and um, in many instances you have leaders that are allowed to go through tough seasons and moments of weakness um, and these are usually opportunity to 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 have people around them step up and how that stepping up looks it is indicative of the heart of the people who surround the leaders I would encourage you if you're a leader to look around you and ask yourself the question how is it um, that I can build into people in a way where they know it's not Jesus and Judas relationship where they know it's a Jesus and Peter relationship and by that what I mean is that um, while, while, it, while it, it might go through tensions, while it might go through times of, you know, relationships or relationship rocky times, um, there is always that undying, undying loyalty there. And so we, we, we do need to be, if you're a leader, trusting enough of our teams and close friends to be vulnerable, ask for help and let them lend their strength to supplement our weaknesses so we can last the course of the season, the course of the battle, the course of the time that we need to be until we can say, hey, I need a bit of a time out. Um, because the existence of weakness is not necessarily an opportunity for new leadership to come in. It's not an opportunity necessarily for, for us to, to give up everything. And if we look closely at the story, Aaron and her don't take the staff from Moses and play my turn, your turn, leadership. They instead bring their needed help underneath Moses in order for Moses to lead effectively. My, uh, <laughs> my pastor calls this the Scotty Pippen rule. And um, he, he, he prefaced this by saying... What a lot of people will know is that Michael Jordan won six NBA championships. But what's also equally true is his teammate, Scotty Pippen, also won six NBA championships. This is the Scotty Pippen rule. <laughs> it's the idea that we too must be willing to play the role of the second and third man in order for the team to win because the team's win is greater than a personal win. Too many times we will be there for the allure of being at the forefront while it's not enough, you know, like too many people just want fame while they don't give weight to what that comes with, their responsibility and the, the weight of that responsibilities. And so if you love leading and if you are in a place of high pressure you're feeling run down you're feeling weary be intentional i encourage you about bringing along people who will rather through the rough time with you who will and, and you've got to be trusting because you're not going to find these people all of a sudden you, you you've got to give trust first because they, that that's where it starts there's there's no other way for it to start and so be intentional about bringing along people to weather these storms with. If you're the person in a helping capacity, be ready to lend service and help to the 
due to the the leader or you know the team member that you're you're part of a team with so those so they can stay standing they can continue the course they can um, continue to to help to serve um, and they can continue to be part of the team because after all at the end of the day it is it is about being a team it's not about being an individual and um, without Moses on top of the hill holding the staff the Israelites don't win without the Israelites engaging in battle they don't get victory without Aaron and her being part of that uh, being part of of that dynamic there is no victory so the win is never dependent on just one person and I want to encourage you to choose to be the second or the third or the fourth man or woman in a team and if you're a leader I encourage you to be intentional about trusting people around you when especially when you're weak people are going to lead you back to Jesus people are going to hold your hands up for you to continue to run with the vision and with the mission thanks for tuning in thanks for listening that is the end of today's podcast now before you go i want to thank you again for for um for continuing on for listening um i just want to give you a quick update and this is um something incredible that i've wanted to share with you but as i as i um, look up these stats i want to let you know that we will be returning next tuesday again with a brand new podcast if you're new we come back every tuesday with a new podcast right here and another thing that i need to let you know about is if you have if you haven't listened to any of my earlier podcasts I want to encourage you to listen to one of the other podcasts where I host where I host one of my friends or two or three of my friends and we have a conversation. I want to encourage you to connect with them through social media. I think I usually have their Instagram stuff on there. Uh, I want to encourage you to connect with me. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you is if you would like or if you have uh, an idea of certain topics, certain discussion topics, certain conversations that you would like to be discussed on here on Honest Chats. Why don't you get in touch with me? I think I've got my email um, on my podcast somewhere. I've got I've got it on my blog. If you follow me on my blog, I've got it on my Instagram page. If you follow me there, um, and I want to encourage you. If this is your first time listening, subscribe, leave a review, leave a rating. It won't be more than two, three seconds. And I want to encourage you to share this with somebody who will will actually be um, served by it. Now, before you go, I hope I can find this. No, I can't find it. I'm going to pause this. Okay, I found it. Just before we go. So here's the information I wanted to share with you guys. So ever since the beginning of this podcast, I think this will be episode 9 or 10 or 10, that it's been played 165 times, which is an average of 16.5 plays per episode. And I really want to do a massive thank you to you guys 
want to say thank you for listening in thank you for tuning in thank you for coming back week to week um and again if you have been blessed by this if you're being encouraged by this one i i want you to get in contact with me let me know how it has helped you how it's helping you to think about stuff or to i don't know start new conversation or maybe you just love listening to the sound of my friends voices it's all good get in touch with me would love to get in touch with you and um yeah i hope you have a fantastic week i will well you will hear from me next tuesday see ya